Biggest Bad Boys Podcast presents Matt Michaels People I Don't Hate Hey everybody, it's Matt Michaels here on the Biggest Bad Boys Podcasting. Over the last month or so, the unguided Damian Drake and Matt Vandergriff encountered betrayal. Matt decided to run with it and left Damien laid out. We're going to figure out where the friendship started, how they became the unguided, and what Damien Drake has planned for Matt Vandergriff November 27th at No Escape. Damien, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great, Matt. How did you first come across <clears throat> Matt Vandergriff? What were your first initial thoughts uh, when you met him for the first time? Oh, man, I haven't really thought about this in a while. Four or five years ago, I already knew of him. I've heard of him and, you know, from Santino's and everything. We crossed paths a couple times, but it was shake hands. Hey, nice to meet you, Damien, Matt. Any other time, it was just really like, hey, man, what's going on? Oh, cool. Nice to see you again. The very first time we actually got to really encounter each other was a Beers and Body Slams at sure. the uh, Neonopolis, the Nerd Bar. It was me, him, Ice, and uh, someone else. It was a fatal four-way, and that was the very first time we really encountered each other. I really try not to judge a book by its cover. You know, I really try to get a feeling of like the first handshake or the first meeting. And the first thing I kind of got from him and seeing the stuff he could do, he kind of came off as, excuse me, he kind of came off as a douchebag. Here's this young California kid he's doing all this crazy flips and everything. Me, like I knew a lot of those guys when I was in school and everything too. So I was like, this dude's probably douchebag or not the coolest guy. I, you know, I want to be around, you know, after that four way, you know, we had a mutual respect too with each other. He was like, Hey man, like I had a lot of fun. That was cool. And I was like, yeah, I had a lot of fun too. And after that, I was kind of like, okay, maybe I, I, maybe I was wrong. And then we had our our first singles against each other. I always get confused if it was uh, if it was versus we wrestled each other first or if it was uh, ground zero first. And the first time, even people out here in Vegas, like when they heard we were going one on one against each other, I think from there everybody already knew like, oh wow. And at that time, that's when I was in my high flying stage. And sure. before we knew, everybody was like, this is gonna be a dope match. We had the match at Ground Zero, and then we had the match at Versus or vice versa, whichever one was first. From there, I think we, we already, we, we knew like, oh, we're we were literally like thinking Batman and Joker, like, oh, we're gonna do this for a while. Whether we're one-on-one -on -one or in a multi-man or however, like we were like, oh, we're, we're gonna be in this for the long run. And just being in those matches with him. And then when he moved out here, getting to train with him and everything, like the friendship just grew. We really got to know each other a lot more. We like, we liked a lot of the same, you know, he liked Batman. I I like Batman. He likes Spider-Man. I like Spider-Man. So it was really just, you know, when you meet your best friend in school, like in high school or middle yeah. school, like you just grow the, from the first conversation you guys have. And once we started traveling together, because you don't really get a lot of those. You don't yeah. get a lot of those friendships in this business. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't don't take don't take my words for saying I'm crapping on anything. You know, you meet friends and you meet people in different ways. But when you have a bond like that, it's it's really rare in the pro wrestling business, you know what I mean? Sure. You know, so that was something I really wanted to hold on to, you know, and I found a lot of myself in, in him, and I'm sure he felt the same way too. Like he found a lot of himself in me, you know. I can tell you 
talking with him and hanging out with him, like we were the same, like we would have been best friends if we met in high school or middle school. Right. Like we were the same shy, quiet kid, not a lot of friends. We knew people, people knew us, but you know, we didn't really have a lot of like close friends. We maybe had like one close friend, any other was just kind of like acquaintances or whatnot, you know? So that's where it really kind of, it grew from there, you know? And I just knew from that point, you know, once we started going on the road together, I wanted to really hold on to that friendship. Do you think of A, you would have known that this relationship would blossom into that type of friendship that it was as close as a brotherhood? And B, do you think that once you got to that point that you would have uh, in a situation where they needed some kind of help that you would be the one who would step up and be there for Matt? Definitely a, I didn't really have that feeling yet until uh, we started going to Mexico together. I mean, even before like going on the road and, th- and everything, like I knew like when he first moved to Vegas at the time when he moved in, when at the time the people that were here, you can kind of see and get a general idea of in the room, like who was who and who clicked with who and everything you know like i had i had some of those people like at the time it, it was like but it was my trainers it was a uh, it was remy it was jack manley at the time it was the bonus boys and everything so those were and spider you know so those are the guys i really hung out with and i really kind of clicked to but as everybody kind of dispersed i didn't really have anybody to kind of really not re- i don't want to say grasp onto but didn't have that like close friendship or brotherhood mentality with so i was kind of on my own i was i was cool i'm cool with everybody you know i really try to be really nice and very friendly to everybody and open with everybody you know so once matt came in i i can't remember who specifically told me this someone like when matt first moved out here and he started training someone pulled me to the side and they were just kind of like you need to grasp onto him like don't let him fall into like the wrong crowd or anything without being like it's so noticeable i just kind of veered my way to not really take him under my wing but just kind of be like you know hey man you know if you need anything you know i'm here yeah i think i was one of the first people that did that for him and he was like oh okay man cool no problem you know and then training with him and everything like it just kind of just grew from there once we got the tryout with conan and he pulled us to the side i think we were the only uh tryout match in front of conan he pulled to the side and he was like hey i really want to bring you guys in mexico i really want to use you guys and i think in that moment specifically we kind of looked at each other and we were just kind of like whoa hell yeah without saying it it was will farrell and john c Riley and stepbrothers it's like we just become best like you know what i mean <laughs> without really saying it it just happened right there from that point on and we started traveling to mexico and everywhere else we were on shows together we traveled together so it really kind of grew from there i started going to mexico first because matt didn't have his passport at the time so i went there twice before matt came out and when he came out there conan was like i want to put you guys in a tag I want to see how you guys work together. And literally that night, the stuff we did, we just really came up with right then and there. What we did, everybody loved. Everybody got a kick out of it. We came to the back and Conan was like, I'm going to use you guys as a tag team. Like, you guys work very well together. Even at that point, too, before that, like, even the fans, when we had our matches against each other, they were like, oh, we want to see you guys as a tag. And I just started doing the No Limits run, and he was doing singles. We we were kind of, we, at that time, like, we wanted to be singles. We joked about it, too. We were like, oh, yeah, that'd be cool if we did, like, a one-off tag match, you know? Like, we were like, that'd be cool if we did, like, a one-off, you know? But I think at that moment, when Conan was like, oh, I want to use you guys together. Like, you guys work together. It was like that moment and that car ride home, we were like, all right, well, let, let's be, like, let's do it. I remember the 
car ride home, it was like a five and a half hour car ride from Mexico back to Vegas. The whole entire car ride home, we literally were just from the ground up. We were just thinking of what are we going to do? What are we going to be called? What are we going to look like? Like we literally were creating the unguided on the car ride home from that show and Conan saying he wanted to use us as a tag team. And I think in that car ride specifically too, that's where we kind of, again, without saying it, we were just like, you know, this is, this is more than a friendship and it's even more of a tag team before we were even really a tag team. I knew at that moment I would take a bullet for him and I, I think he felt the same way too. At that moment, I knew I would do anything for him. And I know he felt the same way as well. Ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be part one here. Please tune in to part two, where we're going to talk a little bit about the Unguided, how they became tag team champions at Future Stars of Wrestling, and get a little more insight on the relationship between Damian Drake and Matt Vandegrift as we start looking forward to Saturday, November 27th at 7 p.m. at Diversion Amusements, a steel cage weapons match between Damian Drake and Matt Vandergriff. Until next time, we'll see you guys very soon. Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting.